I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji, and this is the podcast where we find out where my guests are from and how they got to where they are, and you might hear a little bit about sports here and there, or pop culture, but we're all going to laugh. This week, actually, my guest is a repeat guest. She's awesome, and she's a mom, and it's just in time for Mother's Day, so you can go back and listen to her episode. It's Allie Levine. Um... And we won't really be talking where she's from and how she got to where she is, but we're talking all things about becoming a mom for the first time and all the scary questions that everyone wants to know answers to. And we're also talking about spring fashion because she's a fashion blogger and a stylist. And yeah, we're talking lots of cool stuff. Um, I'm coming at you from uh, bed right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That magical voice you just heard um, is the one and only main squeeze, Tommy Caprio. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. I love doing podcasts from bed. <laughs> I know. I think I, sh- I, w- I would do this all the time if I could. <laughs> well, you love napping, so I feel I like... I am the greatest napper in the world. That's so I'm going to go on record and say that. <laughs> I can nap anywhere, anytime, and really? I can out-nap anyone. You could definitely out-nap me. I feel like you have to like hold me down to try to make me go to sleep during the day. I like, don't I, hold anyone down. No, don't say that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I don't mean. <laughs> I mean, like I have to be like forced to try to take a nap. I'm not good at that. Yeah, we're very opposite in that way. Um, <laughs> you get really anxious when you have nothing to do, and when you and when I have lots of things to do, I get yes. anxious. So we're opposite. So hopefully, we balance each other out. I think so. But I like. A midday nap. I don't care if I wake up and I can't tell if it's 7 a.m. or p.m. Oh, God. It doesn't matter to me. That gives me so much anxiety. That, that whole, like, uh, disorientation that you get when you wake up from a nap. You're like, oh, my God, did I sleep through a day? That's how people get, like, fired from work. Did I sleep through my entire day? Did no, I-, I sleep through lunch. <laughs> I just I don't take lunch and I just take a nap. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good diet tip. A lot of brilliant people took naps. There's nothing wrong with naps. No, I, you're right, actually. There mm-hmm. is something wrong with not taking naps and not self-caring it up during the day. It's about shutting off. If you can shut off in the middle of the day, it's like a form of meditation. It's a siesta. Yes. (laughs) I I don't belong here. I belong in a country that celebrates the siesta mentality. I I appreciate that. Meatballs, do you take naps? I want to know. I also, before we go any further, want to say hi. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends. Please, please, please. I love 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 doing this we're in the second year of the podcast um and i can't do it without you so please keep supporting the podcast by reviewing rating subscribing and also support the sponsors we have an amazing sponsor this week we do yes it's a repeat oh do i know (laughs) there's crumbs in the bed but go ahead no there's lots of mini cupcakes um baked by melissa guys um i you've heard me talk about these amazing cupcakes before on the podcast and i'll talk to you guys a little bit more later about them we'll go much more in depth but um they're amazing they make these perfectly bite-sized cupcakes in so many unique handcrafted flavors. They're the best gift ever. They're easy. They deliver. And I mean, it's just like a wow factor in every bite. Wow. Wow. That, that, that was you know like my a favorite Christopher Walken. Wow. I like the tie-dye ones. 
the tie dye ones. Yeah, not and not just because I'm a little bit of hippie at heart. I know. I feel like but they're like grateful they dead cupcakes just, for you. For some reason, it's just like a fruity blast or something. They're just more fun. Real to sweet, bite into. more sweet. Totally, guys. I'm gonna go much more in depth about all of these cupcakes and our awesome experience that we had actually with my mom and Fave. Um, we'll get into that later. But if you guys want this Mother's Day, you can send all of the moms in your life the most perfect gift with Baked by Melissa. All you have to do is go to bakedbymelissa.com today and use promo code JERSEY, J-E-R-S-E-Y, and you get 15% off your next order, okay? And it's a special offer exclusively from a meatballs, so make sure you take advantage of it. It's 15% off, guys, at bakedbymelissa.com using promo code JERSEY. Um, you were just in Jersey. I was. You were. For the weekend. I love it. Oh. The weather's not great yet, though, so yeah, kind of okay. happy to be back in L.A., but I'm re- I'll be ready to go back in about a month. There's a really funny picture of <laughs> Melissa McCarthy and her husband in these Adidas Trek sweatsuits at mm-hmm. the Vanity Fair party on the red carpet, and it's them, like, running into the party, and there's just, like, a hot supermodel just, like, posing, like, right in the corner of the picture, and I want to post it and just be like, this is Tommy and I, like, heading to New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't wait to get there. <laughs> just running in our Adidas Trek suits. Let's yeah. do it. That right? should be our jam. That's that's it. That's that's outfit of the day at the airport. It's going to be Adidas track suits. Um, I also want to give out a shout out to Stassi saying congratulations. Next Level Basic is pretty awesome. And I don't know. It's been pretty cool seeing everyone become so obsessed with the book and everything. And it's inspiring. I feel like everyone should. Write a book? Uh, <laughs> I'm writing a book. You are writing a book about crystals. I am working on a book about crystals. I know that's completely weird, and and uh, and no one knows what I'm talking about. But uh, no, I have a feeling a lot of the meatballs know about crystals. But what's your take on crystals? It's it's a dude's guide to crystals. A dude's guide to crystal. But yeah, very simple, very basic. Because I feel like I like crystals. I'm really into them. But I feel like. When got, a lot of guys get turned off from it, when they just go to websites or they read books, and there's always some like really eccentric, weird lady who's wearing like rags, and she just like talks like she's some type of gypsy, and then they just kind of she, they cloud it with too much hocus pocus and baloney. My book is going to be very simple, straight to the point. Yeah, this is what crystals do. This is why crystals are, are good, and this is you know the simple way to maintain them. And use them. You have to maintain your crystals. You do. You have to. You have to charge them and keep them clean and keep them clean from energy. I don't know. We can't go into this now. It's just too it's much. It's a lot. It's the so book, much. The book will explain it all, and I think people like it because it's for. It's basically. I, I couldn't call it crystals for idiots, <laughs> but uh, dude's guide to crystals is pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not... And I got my. I, I talk about crystals on my podcast all the time. That's why. Oh, pimp your podcast out. All right, real quick. Yeah. It's called the Unsolicited Podcast, and the logo is these three cartoon characters. It's myself and my two coworkers. It is not suitable for work and explicit language, but it is fun. We have comedians pop in and out during the course of the show. Who's been on it? Uh, Curtis Cook, Boris Shaw, who has also been on this show. Yes. JJ Whitehead, and. Uh, you know, that's it right now. We're really, really new. So. You are really new, but it's such a good listen, especially when you're driving. I 
and it's not just because I know you guys, you all have such a good banter and you all make fun of each other in such a great way. Mm-hmm. But it's also pretty deep. I feel like you guys really go in on like certain we do. topics. We go in, but we also have a little bit of fun and it's uh it's really all about fan interaction. So you can email us at the unsolicited pod at gmail. We answer those questions or we take calls, one eight three three two six six seven six six seven and you can call in and ask questions. Anyway, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> He wants to go to sleep. That's no, I, I love this. I could just roll over and not even look at you and just <laughs> talk on the microphone. Do it. Um, he's been talking a lot about the Four Agreements book, which I think is so funny because like, we have it. It's been sitting on a couch. Like, I think I bought it like 10 years ago, and I can't believe we've never talked about it until this week. Yeah, all of a sudden, I uh, I don't know. I'm just into some of my favorite books are like self help book or spiritual books, like the Celestine Prophecy, uh, you know, the five you know rituals, all these different things. But this Four Agreements is something that I'm taking the month to try and really practice. While I'm saying horrible things about people on TV, I'm like I keep reminding myself to use my words impeccably. Oh, look at you. That's the first agreement. Be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable with your words. I'm really trying to do the second one a lot because I have a tendency to take things personally. Mm-hmm. And so number two is don't take anything personally. Yeah. And I, I find myself at work when you think people are like, you know, talking to one another and you're not involved. Are we talking about me? And so that's just a it's just a bad habit to do. Yeah. Because it not only is about what other people are talking about with you. But also making, um, uh, but also keep making everything personal. That doesn't need to be. Oh my God! You get so in your head when you do that. Yes. I will go down a spiral of thinking everyone in the world is mad at me. I've like it's just it's not a good place to be. So check yourself before yep. you and wreck the, yourself. And the third agreement <laughs> is what you know. The third agreement: uh, don't make assumptions, which I also do all yep. the time. Don't make assumptions. <laughs> don't make assumptions about what other people think, where they've come from, what their state of mind is, and that also leads again bleeds back into yourself. If by you make an assumption by other people, you make assumptions about uh, you, that means you build assumptions about how you should be perceived. My it's dad, but that's why the book's so good. It breaks it down. My dad always used to say. Don't assume because it makes an ass out of you and me. Wow. I mean, you can ask ask questions, I think, to the best way. And the fourth one is always very strong as well. Which you've been repeating a lot. <laughs> I have. Always do your best. Always do your best. And I realize that my best is not always my best. Really? And that's okay. Well, sometimes I set out these goals during the day and I don't reach them. And then I used to get really down on myself and consider it a failure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my day sucked. I didn't do well, but I did my best. And your best is always going to change. Sometimes you are like, if you try to do more than your best, or um, then you can also do more damage. So you're just not feeling it that day. You're not doing your best in the gym. You're not doing your best at work. Just kind of accept it. As long as you did the best that you could do that day, that's all you can do. But also don't make excuses because I feel like you could start making excuses for what your best could be that day. I always find, and I say this to my students when I'm teaching, like when I get tired and like don't want to do something anymore, I push myself to do it harder. So I feel like your best, like you have to push a little harder to reach your personal best. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I I, I agree, but I don't like to strain myself either. (laughs) Both physically or mentally, I don't like strain. (laughs) 
I, on the opposite, am sitting here with an ice pack on my knee. Yep, that's what you get. Because <laughs> I went too hard. <laughs> you got to know, you got to listen to your body. Folks. I know. Listen I'm, to your body. It's so annoying. Like, I love cycling, and I should have known better because I have a big kind of that dance comedy show coming up, and I had to do a lot of, like, hardcore dancing, and I, I should have just stayed away from trying out a new workout and all that because, again, like, you push yourself and... Mm-hmm. Now I'm sitting here with an ice pack on my knee and I'm praying. Yeah, it's my just body little... told me that I need a nap. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's the, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> you're also, agreement. you're doing, so right now it's May 1st. You're doing 30 days, no alcohol. 30 days, no alcohol, no sugar. And I have a headache like you wouldn't believe so far. I know. Uh, and not from the non-alcohol. Does it make you tired? I don't take all that much. Yeah, but I feel like after like week two or three, when I go on my little you know Native American sweat lo- sweat lodge retreat, I'm gonna feel like light as a feather, and feel. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I don't know about this sweat lodge thing. It's you knew what you were getting into when you walked to my apartment and saw a dream catcher. That's true. There was a dream catcher. Back in the day. A lot of crystals. There was a Buddha. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of those exist in this apartment. <laughs> I try to uh, keep my space very limited. Yeah, that's good. You're minimalist. Um, I'm also doing. I'm not. I'm not doing like thirty days. Well, it might turn into thirty days. I'm gonna have alcohol the night of the show, guys. If you're in Los Angeles on May seventh, it's a Tuesday. Uh, the funny dance show uh, is at seven thirty p.m. at the Comedy Store in the Belly Room. It's so cool. It's so fun. There's stand-up comedy. There's choreographed dances. And- Jacqueline's been working very hard as well, and her dance is going to be phenomenal. You don't want to miss it. <laughs> Thank I'm you. I'm sure we'll get plenty of pictures yeah. and post about it for a couple be- months after. Oh yeah, I'm still posting about the last show, which yeah. was a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so it should be fun. Brian Friedman, who's choreographed a ton of Britney Spears tours videos. He's been in them. He's also choreographed for Prince and Michael Jackson. And just he has so many amazing videos that are on YouTube. And it's... He doesn't say Michael Jackson anymore, but <laughs> name dropping. That's the one you want to keep He's out. He's really fucking cool. Um, <laughs> Brian Friedman, not Michael Jackson. Uh, and then... Marianne, I never know how to say her last name. Rush, you boop. She was on 24 and she's a comic. She's hilarious Spucci? and stunning. Nope, that's not it. I'll Leonardo look it up. Spucci? Um, She's judging. And then the very funny Justin Martindale from E. It's, it's going to be so fun. So you guys should come. Um, Yeah. Uh, do you, I know you're going to listen to this podcast because you want to hear about like spring fashion. I just like stuff. to hear my own voice. That's why I listen. That's why you listen? Mm-hmm. Um, I, Tommy, okay, I have not watched Game of Thrones from the beginning and give it a booze. I know, I know, but I'm, I'm really trying to catch up. I'm trying to get into it. I watched Game of Thrones, which has made it much easier. It's a show. On, I think it's on Funny or Die or YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the episode this past week? I thought it was very dark Yeah, and not just emotionally, but I just couldn't see anything. You really can see anything. It's very for like dark. An hour. Maybe, and, and I heard that you have to like adjust things on your TV. But if, oh, if really? TV gets to the point where I have to adjust anything from, other than the customer, you know how it comes to the customer, I, I, don't, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Yep. So anyway, uh, we lost some people. I don't want to spoil anything for the people who are still behind. But I do have, you know, a 
theory and a thought on spoiling. If you are that big of a fan and it's a week, almost a week later, and you still haven't watched You're it, then the you deserve to be spoiled. <laughs> like that and Endgame, the Avengers, same thing. If have you, you seen it yet? I have not. I really want to see it. Have you seen me missing for three hours to watch a superhero movie? (laughs) I have not. But I feel... Everyone says they cried like numerous times during it. Cried? Yeah, cried. Oh, well, I mean, a lot of people are invested. You have to talk about this franchise is now 12 years old. It's a lot. With 24 movies based on... And shows based on it. And it kind of all comes together at the end. And almost feels like like a, a book is over... It's sad. It's like when Sex and the City gone. ended. I was I was so sad. Or Friends. What, 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 what show? Sex and the City. <laughs> Sex and the City. Oh, oh my God. When Friends ended, I was back. I was in a sorority. The whole sorority got together and we were all just like sobbing, watching the final episode. And oh, I'm still not over that. Nerd sorority. No. Stop. No, I'm just kidding. It was awesome. Um, before we go, what about Fosse Verdon? This is a show I'm obsessed with. If you guys are not watching Fosse Verdon on FX, you're not doing life right. Is it Fosse or Vossi? Fosse. Fosse? F-O-S-S. And then Verdon. E. And then Verdon. It's Bob uh, Fosse, Gwen Verdon. I keep saying Vossi Verdon. No. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you guys, I'm not into dancing. I'm not into choreography. I barely know any Broadway that, you know, Jacqueline's been opened my eyes to some of these things, but the show, aside from all that, is just well done. It's just, it's kind of very creative the way they, they tell the stories and within the art that Bossy did <laughs> in his own personal life and why maybe some of those things, you know, some of the stuff that he directed and choreographed is like a reflection or, or a mirror of his own life. Oh my God, it's so cool. They, the last episode was titled Glory. I definitely recommend watching it. It doesn't even matter if you know nothing about Bob Fosse, Gwen Verdon. It's just the way it's shot. And it's Michelle Williams is playing Gwen Verdon. Sam Rockwell is playing Fosse. They're phenomenal. And the way they intertwine, like you said, the songs from the show Pippin and oh my God, it's so good. And everyone's just... Oh, it's all the things. So I recommend that, guys. Go all right. Um, Want to talk cupcakes? We could talk cupcakes. I'm going to talk about them later, too. Oh, okay, well, then no, we don't But need Tommy to was there when we surprised my, my mom and my Aunt Claire, who I call Fave, with the Baked by Melissa cupcakes. And they were so excited because they're from the East Coast, and they had had them in New York City, and they they didn't even know that you could get them delivered and oh my gosh we literally just put them all out and we had a tasting it was like the perfect after dinner snack and it brought everyone together and it was so fun did you have fun with it i loved it you loved it i love cupcakes i know. I love cupcakes naps and <laughs> I, I mean i like little cupcakes and naps mini little cupcakes and crystals no, and, and the you. cool and me. Oh, you love me? Oh, that's so sweet. But in that order, cupcakes, crystals, <laughs> nap. No naps. Not crystals. regular cupcakes. It's baked by Melissa cupcakes. Baked but by you Melissa's love cupcakes. more than anything. <laughs> You're number four. Number I'm number four. I'll take it. They're really good cupcakes. Um, and the coolest thing about it is their exclusive Mother's Day, um, package has different flavors. There's the classic s'mores, the electric tie dye, your favorite. Strawberry milkshake, which, by the way, is made with real strawberries, sugar cookie, vanilla and sprinkles, and chocolate blackout cake. The chocolate blackout cake was my favorite. Mm. I like chocolate on chocolate, you know? I know too much chocolate for me, but no, I for love you, it. Go it's for so it. good. Peanut butter and jelly. 
No, and the cool thing is, guys, if you're listening to this, Mother's Day is around the corner, and I'm not going to lie. It's the perfect thing to get any of the moms in your life, okay? I literally, I've run out of every Mother's Day idea. Like, I'm sick of sending flowers. I mean, I've sent workout clothes. Last year, I even sent a song about my mom. I just call. Yeah. I'm at the point in my life when I just call. Well, now we have a new thing that you're going to do this year. I'm I'm making you send Phyllis Caprio. Oh, no, we're mom. doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. The Baked by Melissa cupcakes. They're so perfect and they're bite-sized and they're amazing. And I, that was the most fun thing about doing the whole tasting with all of them is that they're not that big and you don't feel like you're like wasting a cupcake if you want to just try a little bit of each one because they're just little and bite-sized and it was really fun because we actually, I feel like we dyed Easter eggs the same night too. And they basically matched all the Easter eggs, which was awesome. Um, and the flavors are just, oh God, my, my favorite flavor besides the um, chocolate blackout one, um, the chocolate chip pancake legit tastes like chocolate chip pancakes and the peanut butter and jelly flavor, which we all fought over. <laughs> it's so good. Nice. I like these guys. Oh, I might yeah. talk to them about uh, They're amazing. getting some for And you. the gift boxes are so pretty. I took a million pictures. I literally made my mom do all the boomerangs with them. They're very... Photo shoot, which, which it was a photo things. shoot. They're really good for social media. I mean, that's that's the thing. It's if it's not good for social right. media, like, is it even important? These cupcakes are like the wings. You know, like how girls stand in front of those wings that are Oh, the wings. The <laughs> these are cupcakes are for... They're, they're very Instagrammable. They're very Instagrammable, and they're awesome, and I think they're the best Mother's Day, or even just a gift alone. Just it, it brightens anyone's day. It's a nice little surprise to get on your doorstep, and the coolest thing about it is they offer one- and two-day shipping nationwide, so if you forget, it's, you know, it's pretty... It's pretty easy to get it there. Um, It's guaranteed to arrive fresh and delicious. But remember, this is really important. The last day for standard shipping for Mother's Day is Thursday, May 9th. So it's a week from when this podcast drops. So you have a week. You know, that's a long time to think about what you're going to get your mom for Mother's Day. I got it for you right here. It's Baked by Melissa Cupcakes. They're phenomenal. And uh, guys, a special order for you. Uh, Get this. You get 15% off. I know you were listening before, but I'm just going to reiterate it. This Mother's Day, just send all the moms in your life the perfect gift of Baked by Melissa. All you have to do is go to bakedbymelissa.com today and use promo code jersey that's j-e-r-s-e-y and you get 15 percent off it's a special offer exclusively for my what's your jersey podcast listeners my meatballs so make sure you take advantage that's 15 percent off baked by melissa.com use the promo code jersey i know you guys will not regret it they're so amazing and did i mention they have legit ingredients like hershey's fudge there's oreo cookies and the best cookie butter you've ever tasted they're amazing. I love them. You love them? He loves them so much. I love them. <laughs> he loves them so much. He's just staring at the box, wishing I would let him eat more Baked by Melissa cupcakes No, it's not really bed. great to do, to do this to me while I'm laying in bed. I know. I want to go to sleep and now that's like all I'm he talking cupcakes. I know. I'm sorry. Well, thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me. I know. Thank you for coming all the way to your bed. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> There's nothing like coming to your bed and seeing a microphone set up. <laughs> Right? That doesn't happen to everybody. I, I realize fun? I'm blessed. 
<laughs> no. And honestly, I, I am very excited for you meatballs to hear Allie's whole story. She talks about being on Bravo's show Stripped. She talks about what it was like giving birth. She was in birth for over, I feel like she was giving birth for over 24 hours. Can I come um, on and talk about giving birth? When you give birth, you can come on and do okay. that. Okay. You did give birth to a kidney stone a few weeks ago. Yep. I still have it. You want to see it? No, thank you. Um, (laughs) And she also, she opens up about what it's like after you have the baby. And, you know, there's some advice for guys in there too on how to make your woman feel sexy after she has the baby. And I'm so curious about all the things and asked a lot of questions. I feel like you're not normally just asking someone. So I hope you guys get all the info and enjoy it and she's such a delight and she's amazing and tommy caprio pimp yourself out and tell everyone where they can find you, you can find me at tommy caprio on twitter at tommy underscore caprio on, on instagram that's c-a-p-r-i-o uh and also follow the uh, at the unsolicited three to keep up to date with the unsolicited podcast and uh thanks for having me jackie I'm going to roll over now and go to sleep all right well good night tommy caprio and good meatballs night. enjoy ali levine all right, meatballs. I have a very special guest sitting right across from me. I am force feeding her rose wine and mozzarella cheese balls. Uh, I love it because she's already been on the podcast, so we can kind of skip the whole like, where did you grow up? Where did you come from? Not that I don't love that. And you guys will still find out how she got to wh- where she is. Um, but we're just going to keep it real and like do a lot of, a lot of girl talk. A lot of real talk. Um, this angel sitting across from me, she is a celebrity wardrobe stylist, a TV personality. She's a Bravo celebrity. She was unstripped on Bravo. She's a blogger. She's a mom. And she's a podcast co-host of Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. Welcome back to What's Your Jersey, Allie Levine. Oh, hey, hey. I'll take that intro any day. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, wow. Okay, rosé cheese, which by the way, I already ate a pack before we even started oops sorry not sorry nursing uh, mom over here yeah i'm moving into it. my second pack she literally usually gives me meatballs and cheese the last time i was here oh, and she's yeah. like sorry i didn't do meatballs this time but i do have cheese i'm like listen i'm all about the cheese and wine so it's all good and i'm so excited to be here i know <laughs> we're doing like it's like an early happy hour it is it's perfect which i feel like the last time you came on the podcast, I feel like I used to have like a lot more time to kind of like lounge and like <laughs> I would like base my schedule around happy hours. Totally. I used to go Who to with friends. Who doesn't love to base their schedule around happy hours? Oh my God. <laughs> I miss those days. I do too. <laughs> like I was the happiest person on earth just like bopping around from restaurant to restaurant and then yes. A, I realized maybe I should start saving money and not drinking it. Oh, I know. And, and then, then it's like, oh, I had a baby. Now I really have to save money. And that life just went out the window. Yeah. <laughs> so you've had a baby since the last time you've been here. That crazy. It is. You were talking about being pregnant when you were here. I think it, you had just announced it. Yep. Maybe. Yeah. Right around there. Oh, my God. And she turned one this past week. Like, I'm like, you're one? What happened? I feel like I just can't. I just gave birth. I feel like she's like a little Instagram celebrity. Like, I feel like I know her. I haven't met her yet. <laughs> yeah, no, you have to meet her. Yeah, her name is Amelia Ray. <laughs> like, that she's cool already. <laughs> like, she had a unicorn cake. She did. How amazing, by the way. Like, I was so excited when I decided that it was going to be a unicorn party because I call her, like, my little magical unicorn because I'm just ridiculously obsessed with her as most moms are with their children but I feel like I'm just like another level obsessed I mean yeah you had a 42 hour birth like yeah yeah, I'd be obsessed with anything (laughs) I spent 42 hours straight trying to get out 
<laughs> so true, so true. And then to have them tell you, oh, sorry, that's not going to happen this way. We have to go into a C-section. <laughs> uh, oh, God. <laughs> no. Yeah, so she really is, like, just magic on her own. And she's so much fun. And I just, like, take her everywhere. Minus today, because my mother-in-law has her. And I knew you and I needed some girl time and, like, yeah. catch up. And I was like, oh, we'll try to keep from the baby sounds. Hey, Mary Jane, my mother-in-law, will you mind watching her? And she's like, no, 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 go ahead. So I'm like, great. Heading over for some wine, some cheese, some podcasting, okay. girl talk. I love it. I'm here for it all. All the things. I'm here for you. I'm here for whatever you need right now. If you need a bottle of wine just to let just loose. <laughs> I was watching. Okay, so I'm obsessed with, um, it's called Fosse Verdon on FX. Have you seen I it have yet? not. Well, it premiered last night, so okay. don't worry. All right, I was going to say, how far behind am I? You're okay. not very far behind. <laughs> it's about Bob Fosse and Gwen Ferdin and their daughter oh. Nicole's on it with them in the first episode. And she she's probably about like six or seven, I would say, in the first episode. And th- it takes place in like the late 60s, early 70s. Okay. And her parents, like Bob Fosse was a famous choreographer, Gwen Ferdin, actress, dancer, like yeah. all the things. And they used to have these huge parties at their like fabulous New York apartment. Oh, fabulous. And their daughter is just walking around around like taking olives out of martinis eating them oh, just like no big deal yeah like stole her dad's <laughs> pill bottle like all that oh my stuff. god I, it's a lot I bet yeah I'm but the parents check it out. you should check it out because it's just so good and meatballs if anyone loves anything like cabaret Chicago all me- I'm a musical theater I know nerd. you are yeah yeah so watch it anyway but they just had her around all of that I love like, it are you gonna do that with Amelia like, yeah I was gonna she- say she pretty much just honestly I mean if you've noticed she already has like four Getty images oops I am that mom exactly <laughs> I just like take her well it's like either just to take her places and she's so fun and she has such a great personality everyone's always in a better mood because she's like laughing and smiling I'm like how can you be pissed off when you around a baby like in my child especially she's so happy thank god and like smiling and like clapping her hands and people are like she's so happy like Annabelle came over right to podcast and she was like okay I'm not gonna lie like I'm not good with babies like I don't even she was so funny she goes um so what is she like into and I was like well, she's a baby so you know only like the very simple things You're like in my life nipple? you know I don't know <laughs> pretty much my nipple some food maybe your hair to pull on like that's yeah. about it like, and it was just hysterical but she was like she's so sweet and she's so smiling I'm like no she is that's why I take her everywhere because everyone loves her like I'm so yeah. grateful that like everybody is drawn to her I mean I like take a little bit of credit for that but you yeah. know <laughs> she's half you right yeah she does look like her freaking father though she does yeah I feel like that happens all the time like I yeah. put like you said carried nine months 42 hours of pushing then winding up in an unexpected c-section nine week recovery oh. and then you know my body's still not back to where I want you to be you look like a little half pint right oh, now oh I love you no. I'm like Ugh. it's great Ugh. But anyways, and I'm like, really? And you look just like your father. Like, this is such bullshit. Like, I don't get any credit for this. No, I go places and people are like, oh, who does she look like? And I'm like, oh, my husband who's not with me. But thank you. I, thank I, you. I appreciate that. Like, people are like, oh, did you participate at all? I'm like, mm, fuck off. Go away. You can just <laughs> pretend you're the hot babysitter. There it's you go. true. You right? Know? Nope, I didn't have her. <laughs> it's so fun. It's the same way, though. I feel like guys' jeans are just so much stronger than the female. <sighs> I thought the redhead jean was strong. This is what everyone told me. They're like, oh, redheads are so strong. Like, there's no way you'll beat him out are you gonna have more oh my gosh you're so funny you sound like my husband last night in bed he was like we're gonna go on date night while my parents are in town right and I was like so you can knock me up again (laughs) yes and he's like yeah (laughs) and I'm like I'm like really and he's like yeah he's like she's one I'm like I mean you kind of have a point like I'm not gonna lie part of me is like what am I insane like I'm working I'm trying to do everything but then the other part of me is like well yeah just keep going 
Might as well, right? I, I mean, yeah. I feel like you're in that, like, worker mom zone. I where- am. It's a good point. And I was thinking about this the other day. It's so funny you said keep going because yeah. I was telling my girlfriend in New York about this, and she waited, and now she's, like, uh, almost four years from her first baby, and she's like, Allie, I don't remember shit. I feel like I'm starting all over again. I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I really think it's good to have that. Like, the Kardashians, if they do anything right, it's all the babies at once. <laughs> Like I, so true. I, there's a lot where I'm like, oh, stop basketball playing, right, like, right, right, stop dating them, yeah, right. But when it comes to like that close knit, like I love the idea of having cousins and like I'm with you. Are I, you, it's National Sibling Day, by the way. It is. So you should get knocked off tonight. Oh my just god, just in honor of that. Do you know what's ridiculous? <laughs> tonight I have a date with my husband. Today is date night. <laughs> Allie, so are you manifesting this on your podcast right oh now? Oh, I'm 100% <laughs> manifesting this. You are totally penetrating and conceiving. Oh, my God. I'm psychic. You know who else is psychic? Chris Medina. I knew that was coming. I was going to say, you know how much he loves Amelia, right? Um, <laughs> he loves her. He wanted me to say hi. Oh, hi. He calls Allie, and Chris has been on the podcast a few times, calls you his karmic sister. Oh, I love him. Yeah, and um, he actually wanted me to ask you about all the crazy stuff he predicted for you and Amelia and how close he is like to all of that oh wow oh we're gonna go there yeah let's go there <laughs> okay we're diving in all right we're, we're going we're diving in we're diving yeah. in okay so maybe I didn't in a bottle and not a glass of wine yeah. <laughs> um so let's see first off when Chris first came on the podcast with Amanda and I the one my things were too lazy to blog about he was just you know an amazing guest and someone we wanted to have on and we wanted to talk you know psychic and medium stuff and all that and he was like as soon as he walked into the room he like felt nauseous and I was already very pregnant so it was obvious I was pregnant but he felt really nauseous and I was like are you okay and he's like well because you're pregnant I'm like heavily picking up your vibes and I was like oh okay I'm really sorry and he's like are you nauseous all the time and I was like yeah I get sick all the time he's like yeah that's the energy I'm getting and I was like oh lucky you because it's horrible oh my God. and I didn't know it was a girl at that point and he said he's like it's a girl and I was like how do you know and he was like just the aura and I see like so much pink around you and the feeling and like the vibes I'm getting off you and I was like really and I was so excited because I of course I would have been very happy with anything but let's be real we all wish for something and I wanted my baby girl and he was like it's a girl and I was like oh my god for me and it was so funny because he goes well not for you and I was like what do you mean he goes it's for your husband and I and he's never met Justin before and he hadn't even seen a picture of him and I was like what do you mean he's like your husband from what I'm getting is like this real you know tough badass like hard to break you know this that bear guy and I was like oh yeah pretty much hit the nail on the head and he's like very like low-key on emotion and I was like yeah pretty much and he's like yeah she's for him and I swear Jackie like since she's been here everybody that sees my husband they're like what happened to him I'm like Amelia he has melted he'll hate me for hearing this but he has melted so much it melts my heart like I just love it to death and I just watch every day how she weakens him like in the best ways <laughs> it's like so ridiculously cute and like amazing all at the same time and I'm just like look at you turning into a little softy and he's like no I'm not and I'm like really because let me tell you from where you were before to where you are now okay very like, different very different and Chris said that he was like you know, she might be for you, of course, in the sense of like 
your grandmother who you were really close to, who, yeah. you know, you want to name your baby girl after, who, you know, Amelia is named yeah. after. And he was like, but she, in the sense of emotion, a sense of lessons, all that, she's for him. And I was like, wow. Oh, my God. I have chills right now. I know. Isn't that crazy? And he has been spot on. And then once she was born, like... He met her and they, it was so weird, like no lie, because people saw it and were like, what? Like there was like this instant connection. Because they like say like babies like are obviously very spiritual. They just came from the other side, whatever we all believe that is and was connected. And she was just tracking Chris. Like I literally stared at him and was like, what are you doing to my child? Like she was just drawn in like how we are like eyes. I know it's good for a podcast, but like eyes locked, like just so enamored with him. Oh my God. And like taking everything in and just sitting there and like being like like size and just like looking at him and I was like you're not even like a month old what is happening right now like you know what I mean like I'm like what is going on and they were just like tracking each other and he's like okay he's like well first off she's aware of everything like she's literally paying attention to everything you're saying you don't think you don't think she is she knows what's going on she's tracking it wait till she gets a few months older see how much she tracks everything she's gonna love singing she's gonna love arts I see her like signs like between like arts and music and again spot on since she was like Two months old, she, like, played with her rattle to the point where she would, like, be making her own music. Yeah. She takes everything she can, like, in the kitchen or if I have, like, jewelry and, like, shakes it to make noise. Now that she's one, she plays with her xylophone. She goes, la, la, la. She, like, sings. Like, it's adorable, but it's ridiculous. I'm like, Chris, how do you know this? Like, I mean, I know how he knows this, but it's like, oh, my God. That's amazing. Isn't it? Are you raising, like, Taylor Swift? Like, I what's mean, happening? I, I mean, could be. I, lo- I love me some Taylor Swift, so, like, I'll take it. <laughs> I know. I just saw that she's in, she's in London filming Cats. I saw that. How fun is that? I did see that. I'm like, oh, you know what? I really haven't been that jealous of some things you've done lately, but that I might be. Exactly. I right? just saw it at the Pantages, and it, like, brought back all the feels from being a little kid. Oh, yeah. Totally. That You're going to have to go to all the concerts. Show. I know. I said to Justin, I'm like, it's the one sad thing about living in L.A. I'm like, we don't get to take her to, like, all those fun, like, things that we did when we were kids. He's yes. like, I know. We're going to have to, like, go back and, like, do some of them. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have to because Justin's all about, like, the aquariums and, like, you know, like, the animal stuff. And we took her to the San Diego Zoo, which she actually loved. Like, did she? All, yeah, she, was, like, got it. She got it. It was okay. so funny because all other friends that were there that had babies, mm-hmm. they kind of just, like, stared and then looked around and she was like tracking and like yelling at the animals. And I'm like, oh, she's like having a conversation. Like, hey, Mr. Bear, look over here. I respect that. <laughs> right? I love it. Yeah. She's... I feel like she could be here drinking wine with us right now. Oh, she, I mean, <laughs> she will later on. Literally, it's the nurse saying, I'll get a lot of hate for that. But hey, you know. <laughs> Girl, so I wanted to talk to you about that. <laughs> One of my biggest fears. <laughs> I mean, tell. I already feel, I was like looking in the mirror after I, I went to training meet because I literally went really hard this weekend just stuffing carbs on cheese on carbs on cheese yeah, into well, my face. Stuffing my face with your cheese. It was it's just and it's weird because I feel like with my body, like I it doesn't hit me until like four days after like the stuffing of the face. <laughs> like the day after you're like, Oh, I'm fine. Uh, right. Whatever. No big deal. Yeah. yeah. And then like all of a sudden nothing fits like a week later and I'm like, what the fuck? Um, so yeah, I've been trying to like hit the gym. Hard. I was gonna say, I think you actually look pretty slay. I haven't seen you in like a hot minute and you're yeah. like tan, have a glow about you, God. and like I think you look good. Thank you. This is my like natural color right now. I just sloughed oh, everything so off. See how pale I am right now? I'm like, yeah. Ugh. Well, now that you're not pregnant though, you can use fake tanner again. Right? This is true. Yes, I can. Exactly. I, well, I mean, only I for just... a little bit because you're getting pregnant today. OMG. <laughs> It's happening. It's happening. Um, wait, what was the point of what I was you saying? You were asking about nursing or oh, something? Oh, yeah. So I was just wondering because you look amazing right now. But one of my biggest fears about like me eventually getting pregnant, knock on wood, like God bless, whatever, 
is like the whole body changing. Like, how do you deal with all that? And you had to deal with a lot of it on TV, <laughs> which is even crazier to me. <laughs> like how, like what, what happens? What do you do? Like how, I just, how do you wrap your head around that? Well, first off, like it is like a total mind fuck. Like you're like, because you do, like you stare at your body obviously as is, as, as women, we judge ourselves. We look at every flaw, everything. And then when all of a sudden you're growing a human, you watch your body transform like overnight and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, you really are. And like, I don't know, in the beginning, I felt like I just looked like I just ate too many burritos and I was like real depressed about it because yeah. it was like, I couldn't see or tell people I was pregnant, but like I was pregnant and it was like apparent to me because I could see that little like food baby, but it wasn't a food baby. Mm-hmm. And then like, once you kind of like pop and bump out, then I feel like the bump is like fun. Like you saw my pregnancy photos. Like I had no shame being like, check out this bump. Okay. Yeah. Cause I thought that was like so much fun to be like, I'm growing a human. I love that my like belly is so big. Like, I don't know. That part was fun for me. Like I, it was hard at first, but then once I like, I think I was like around 20 weeks, the sickness started going away. I wasn't as nauseous anymore. I'm not going to lie. That first trimester was a doozy. Like, I felt so sick. I couldn't get my head off the pillow in my bed without putting a saltine in my mouth, or I would just like legit vomit everywhere. Oh my god! Like cue the sirens. Yeah, sorry, like, it was like hold for sirens. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. Exactly. Um, it was just, it was just to add drama, you know. But it was just like, oh my god! And it would be four times a day. I remember one time I was styling on set. I think I told this to Chris, and I was in like I forget which somebody's mansion, but it was ridiculous. And I'm in the Hollywood Hills, and I turn to my assistant, and I'm like, yo, I need to throw up real bad right now. And she's like, okay. I'm like, you need to, like, watch what's going on. I'll be back. I didn't come back for, like, an hour. I had to, like, go find a smallest bathroom, like, somewhere in the basement because this house was so ridiculously beautiful. I was going to throw up in, like, a $20,000 toilet, and I'm like, someone kill me right now. It was it was crazy. I'd be going to a red carpet. I'd call my publicist and be like, I'm turning around. She'd be like, didn't you just get here? I'd be like, yeah, and I threw up before I walked the carpet. So bye. Like, oh my god, <laughs> like, I love that you said bye, and you're like, I'm not dealing. Yeah, with no. This. Like there, there are some days you have to just tap out and be like, mm, I don't feel good. Like this baby's literally sucking the life out of me because I am like growing an eyeball and like growing, you know. So it's like, oh, I never think of it that way. Yeah, like I used. Oh my god, it was so funny. I used to fuck with Justin, and like he would like be like tickling me in bed or something. Be like, don't touch there. What if that's where like the arm is growing? And then he like <laughs> freak out, and he'd be like. Thanks, Al. And I'd be like, well, I'm just saying, like, according to my app today, it says, you know, this is what's happening in the body. <laughs> what app would you use? I use so many apps. My favorite one was what not to expect. What what to expect, what not to expect. What to expect when you're expecting. Because it, like, like, breaks down, like, legit, as corny as it sounds. Like, oh, they're a pear. Oh, they're an acorn. Oh, they're this. So, like, yeah. I looked at, like, every shape. And then I would read about it. And it'd be like, this week... They have moved their toe. Like, it, it's crazy. And then you, like, think about it, and you, like, sit there, or at least I do, and I'd be like, oh, my God, I think I felt something. Oh, my God, was that what Flutter was? Like, <laughs> it's, like, ridiculous. And, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is, like, crazy. I don't even know how to honestly articulate it because it's, like, when you're in it, you're just, like, what's going on? What is this? And then before you know it, you're, like, huge, and then they're, like, grown, and you can, like, actually see them, like, moving around and, like <laughs> – like it's crazy we would Sounds lay like cocoon exactly <laughs> we would like lay like in um in bed and justin would take it was hysterical justin would take a flashlight <laughs> we turn off all the lights this is terrible we would take a flashlight and he put it over my belly to like mess with her and she like go nuts and start like whacking my <laughs> oh my god that's so cool because <laughs> they could see the light like even though they don't know what it is and so they're trying essentially to like figure it out and justin would just <laughs> 
oh field God, day and she would be like kicking every which way and, it, and I was like okay now stop because now it's painful but it was like stop. pretty hilarious but no yeah I mean or we play music like constantly play like different tunes like you would love to play like show tunes stuff like and they react to it like yeah. I think that's also why she loves music because we played music through my whole pregnancy put like the big headset oh I love that on my stomach and like jam out my kid would be listening to like show tunes and then Jay-Z. Yeah. Like, and then they pop out and they'd be like, oh. yeah. you know, it's like they're all they'd, about like, start it. start rapping. And I'd right. be like, well, that's my kid. Yeah, that's my kid. I put yeah. my stamp on it, you know, <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's wild. And it's like, you don't know, like one day you'll be feeling great and everyone will be like, oh my God, you look so great. And you're like, oh, I have the pregnancy glow and everything's perfect. And the next day you're like, my head's in the toilet. I can't move. I can't even get my pants up good times you know <laughs> like it's- how did you stay motivated though because I feel like you always like had your stuff together you were always like presentable even during oh, strips when you had way. nothing <laughs> even when you had like nothing you still like held it together I tried <laughs> I tried I, guess I mean they were- you can do. yeah it's all you can do I mean I have to say like Bravo can give some pretty bad editing and thank you for not doing that to me mm-hmm. <laughs> um they were actually pretty kind with my editing because I there was a lot of cursing and a lot of like flipping out and meltdowns and they didn't really show that that much I think I cursed them out like once on camera like when Justin came in and was like how are you feeling and I was like fuck you that was about it (laughs) whatever you know kind of a day in the life so it was like whatever but they were yeah they're pretty good about it so it wasn't like I think the hardest was when they wanted to like film us talking about like the names and we were like sitting on the couch and they were wanting us to like have all these personal conversations and I was like I don't even know, like, if, if it's a boy, like, what, what the baby's name's going to be. Like, I knew for a girl it was definitely going to be Amelia after my grandmother. Yeah. But, like, they were, like, kept asking us boy names. And, like, Justin and I were legit just going back and forth arguing over these names. And I'm like, but really in real life we have no idea what this child's name is going to be. And, like, why am I hashing it out with you people, you know? And so I got kind of, like, obviously hormones. I got kind of, like, annoyed with that. And things like that were hard for me because I felt like, I get it. Like, you're sharing your life. But at the same time I felt like, well, that's private to me. And I'm trying to decide, like what I want to name this baby and like what space I want the baby to come into. I don't want all this in it. So that part was yeah. like a little bit hard in that sense. But so how did like stripped come about? Like I've always <laughs> wondered that and I've never heard you really talk about it. Yeah. Well, you know how contracts go. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't think the contract's were... over. So you're clear. Yeah. Uh, no, I, we it hadn't aired or anything the last time we talked. Right. So basically you know, obviously, like you said before, um, I've kind of been in the Bravo world for a while. I've styled as Vanderpump Rules Girls, Vanderpump, Greg Rossi, Housewives. I've been in that mix for a while. And uh, some of the producers had told me like a while back that a show was kind of brewing and whatever. But it wasn't that show. It was actually a fashion show that they wanted to work on. And they were like talking to me about it. And I was all for it. I'm like, oh, yeah, fashion, duh. And they were like, great, we'll put you like with casting and this and that. And we'll like figure it out. And then it never went shocker Hollywood I mean the <laughs> amount of shows I would have been paid for right? and been on if everything went yeah by now exactly you're like let me count the money exactly yeah. um so <laughs> yeah. so you know I'm like okay whatever I figure you know like anything like you said and just nothing was gonna happen yeah. and then like I think it was the following season they like approached me like well we're doing this other show we think you'd be great for it and I was like oh great like what is it and they're like <laughs> it's called stripped and I was like what <sighs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And they didn't even, first off, they didn't even tell me it was naked. They just said, you'll be stripped of all your belongings. And that in- alone was enough for me to be like, no. No. Like, no. Not into it. No. And they, if someone turned to you and said, hey, can we come into your apartment and move everything out and take everything away from you for 21 days? Hey, Jackie, are you in? 
Actually, yes, because I want to move. So that would be really, <laughs> that would be really helpful. All right, well, we'll, we'll hit them up because you know I've heard rumors that maybe they're talking it to oh, season two. Fuck no, <laughs> no. But um, yeah, and I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, let's just do like a little, you know, um, Skype interview, like you know, when you're home with like the casting team and blah blah. And I'm like, okay, so I like do this little casting Skype interview thing, and Justin's home, of course, and he's like babbling in the background. And they were like, yo, that's your husband, because like. I feel like I'm pretty private about my husband. And yeah. so I was like, yeah, you know, I'm married. Like, no, we knew that. But, like, we haven't really seen your husband because he's not on your stuff all the time. And I was like, oh, he's very private. And they were like, well, bring him over. So he, like, sits next to me. And being as typical as you saw on the show, like, goofy, don't give a shit, zero fucks given self. And he's just like, hey, what's up? And they're like, hey, so what do you think about your wife doing the show? And he's like, I think it's great. Like, she needs a reset. She doesn't need this much shit. And I'm like, shut up you know and he, and they're like this is great what about you and he's like oh well I could do that with my eyes closed and they were like <laughs> you're like god damn it right so of course and it like, becomes a challenge and they were like oh well like we should have a meeting so then like obviously fast forward have a meeting talk and they're like this would be great we want you guys to do it like we think you really would learn a lot Allie and then I like sat with Justin and I was like seriously we're gonna do this and he's like I think it'd be really good for you like I think mentally it would help clear your mind. You're always chaotic. You're high strung. And I was like, okay, tell me something I don't know. Yeah. And so I was finally like, okay. Now I said, okay, off the premise of everything being taken away was still already hard. Then after like going into contracts and they start telling us like that Andy Cohen, thanks Andy, has decided to add a whole new premise to the show to bring the vulnerability (sighs) of being actually fucking stripped. Like, naked as fuck. Yeah, pretty much. Like, thank God for the fuzziness or the blurs, whatever you want to call them on the screen. But still naked as fuck. You looked great, though. So oh, annoying. I love you. Thank you. I was so traumatized. I, I literally still watch and I'm like, oh, my God. Or someone sent me a screenshot because, like, it aired this past, um, what was it? What am I thinking? Like, this is my mom, right? And this past fall in australia and i was getting like all these australian people following me and then like messaging me screenshots and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god so crazy <laughs> so you had like crew in your house like you had producers talking to you and you were just like naked the whole like you guys got real they must have become like your family like i mean you kind of have no choice because they're just like up in your shit like i mean i'm sure you saw in the beginning when we were stripping down i took my sweet time to get undressed and justin's like well here i am like Falls out. You want to like hurry up, and I'm like taking off my bracelet. And but it was because all the producers are like standing there. They weren't like staring at you because they're obviously professional. But they're like staring like off to the wall. They're still in the room, and you're like, okay. And they're like, sorry, I can't turn around because I have to focus the camera. And you're like, oh my god. All right, I just like stand here and strip for y'all. Okay. That's insane. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That was like when I still think about that, I'm like. Yeah, that was insane. Like, how am I going to explain that to Amelia Ray when she's older? <laughs> no, I think it's great. And wait, you didn't know you were pregnant when that started. Mm-hmm. You got pregnant halfway through it? I got pregnant basically, like, at the end of filming before we, like, did our second part of showing I was pregnant. Okay. Yeah, because we, you know, editing and all that. But yeah. we basically filmed, and then you saw me, like, them talking about me, like, Justin wanting to have a family and the whole thing. And it honestly kind of manifested into us getting pregnant because there was so much pressure on me during the show to be like talk about why don't you want to get pregnant why are you so all about your career why are you so selfish and I was like I'm just not ready like everyone get off me and then by the time like we were done with filming they you know said to me like well what are you gonna do you know at the end of the show and I was like well I I might get off the pill like now that we've had so many conversations about this and Justin was like yeah we might we might just go for it and well we literally got off it like right at the end of filming and I got pregnant like right after and that's when they found out and they were like all right well we have to like 
film the rest of this and you gotta show pickups. Yeah, you gotta, pick ups, you gotta show the rest of this and show how this like worked out, you know? And they were like stoked. I mean, it was really sweet. Like the Bravo family was very excited for us. And Aww. you know, of course, all these ridiculous sites made these horrible, funny jokes. Like I probably think it was like bar stools. It was like, oh look, the 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 game show that you get naked and you like get the the worst prize out of it or something. And I was like, oh my God. Oh okay. like eh, bar stool. Right, exactly. I was like, whatever. But like, you know, honestly I felt like it was a blessing in disguise and I felt like it was meant to be because I honestly don't know if we had gone, hadn't gone through stripped if I would have gotten pregnant so quickly because I mean, you know me, I am like super high strung. I am always working and always on the go and the thought of having to sit there and like put that stuff potentially on hold for a hot minute and allow myself to like be in that mental space to actually get pregnant. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, I'm not ready to go there yet. Like not at all. So I probably would have been like 40, nothing wrong with that, but I probably would have been like that woman that was 40, like getting knocked up at that point. And Justin would have probably been about ready to leave me because he's been waiting for so long. Well, so anyone listening, if you're resisting pregnancy, just do your own like mini stripped at home. Just do it for at home. No big deal. Exactly. You know, and it just bing, bang, boom just happened. No, but like seriously, if you're considering getting pregnant, don't get me wrong. Like your life changes by all means. But of course, someone now being on the other side of it, I think it changes for the better. Like I look at myself and I'm like, wow, I'm not as selfish as I used to be I'm way more um like I'm just like way more aware of everything I'm way more mindful like I meditate more mm-hmm. I actually get more done which sounds crazy because everyone's like you have a one-year-old how do you get more done and I'm like nope, I do I was I talked last week mm-hmm. with uh Phil Costa mm-hmm. about how if all the moms I know get so much more done because everything is so scheduled out you have and there's no prioritizing. Choice. There's yeah. no, there's no, Oh, let me go to happy hour. And like, I'll just pick that up later. Like, no, no, that doesn't exist. No. Your happy hour is a bottle of wine in your bedroom as the baby's in bed. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, you know, so it's like, I just know like, this is my window to get things done. And if I don't, that's it because then it's a wrap. Like I, I I have to go back to the baby. Like this is, these are her nap schedules. Luckily I sleep trained, which I heavily, heavily. Oh, tell us about sleep training. Sleep training is seriously like, and some moms will give me so much shit for this. I don't care. I think it is the best thing ever you can do for a baby and for yourself as a mom. Like, let's be real. In the beginning, the baby just cries and cries because they're brand new and they don't know what to do with themselves. They don't even know they entered this world. So they're like, oh my God, I'm outside of the body. You know, they don't even know what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. So what the sleep training does is basically, it's it's a commitment. But basically what you do is, the long story short of it is, the baby wakes up like every three hours in the beginning so you know that they're gonna wake up and you give them a bottle it's called a dream feed and you have a bottle ready for them some mom's nurse I was not gonna be part of that I was like Justin tag you're it and I made him do it (laughs) and I was like all right and I pumped milk for him and Uh he would go in with a bottle and basically the dream feed is like they're sleeping like quote-unquote because they're they're half asleep when you go in there. Like, you're supposed to get to them before they wake up. So, like, let's say you know your baby's going to wake up at 11. You get in there before 11 mm-hmm. so that they get that dream feed so that they don't wake you because they're like, oh, I'm essentially eating, like, in my sleep. Some people are like, doesn't, they don't get it. But it's really hard to kind of explain unless you are doing it. But think about it this way. You're laying in bed. You're kind of half asleep. You're, like, in your subconscious. There's a bottle in your mouth, and you're getting to – drink whatever it is you're drinking and you don't choke because you're like conscious you're drinking but you're not 
I want to instill dr- dream feeds. I was going to say, now, like you should uh, tell with wine. Tommy to give you a dream, <laughs> tell Tommy to give you a dream feed, you know? Um, I mean, I think it's great for adults too, but it like totally works. And Amelia was so good and she got used to that. And then like, after you do it for a few months, you wean them. So like after a f- you realize that they stay down at night because they're getting that dream feed, you then wean them. So you like, okay, now you're getting five ounces. Now you get four. And like each month, it, there's books you can follow, but got it. It's well, the one I follow was the baby whisperer. I was all about the baby whisperer. The Baby Whisperer. Yes. Shout all about out to it. them. Yes. Like, all about it. And they talk about how you, like, go back in ounces so that the baby, like, learns to wean slowly and you don't just, like, you know, take away, their, like, their wine. No. Oh, no, you're done. Like, it's no. like a slow. Cold turkey. Exactly. It's like I'll a slow. slap a waiter's hand if you take right, that Right, and you bet that baby's going to be biting you. So you're going to be, like, really slowly weaning. But then, God. then they, like, they, they pretty much sleep through the night. Like, you have a couple you know hiccups here and there like Amelia I remember one night she woke up after we had done finished dream feeding and she's like screaming and Justin looked at me he's like what do I do and I was like let her cry it out now again moms came at me for this because I'm like oh my god the cry it out method is so bad it's so horrible for them uh no it's not I've done so much research on it like back in the day it's pretty much all anybody did yeah and the thing is it's like okay I'd like to think I'd know the difference between my daughter's cry for like help and a cry just because she's just crying and you have a monitor you can see you can hear like we're lucky we have all that technology now I have all the alerts on my phone like I can see everything going on I'm like she's just screaming to scream let her cry it out it sucks to hear them screaming and you want to like rip your hair out yeah but like once you get through that you're like oh okay you're okay you now are sleeping through the night and we're good and now Justin and I like since six months we have been able to have a nanny to go out for a dinner night because we know she will be asleep and we're not worrying about her being up and the nanny having to deal with it. Or we can go downstairs and like cuddle on the couch and maybe have some fun and like do whatever we want to do because she's asleep and she sleeps from 8, 7.30 or 8 at night to 7.30 in the morning. And like seriously. Wow. Oh my God. Seriously. I, okay. I want to do whatever you did then <laughs> because that sounds amazing. I'm not kidding. Like I got so much shit out from my social for because moms were like, I can't do that. I can't listen to them cry. And I'm like, I get it. I'm not heartless. Like I'm just... I'm just realistic. I know Justin and I don't function on no sleep. I know how bad of humans we can be when we don't sleep. So we weren't going to do that. We were going to figure it out. And we committed to each other. We were like, here's the commitment. You are the, you know, the nursing mama. You're pumping. You got to make sure all the milk is ready. I'm the one that goes in there and dream feeds. And like, as long as you and your partner are like on the same page, you're good. (laughs) Okay. So you have to be on each other's team. Yes. Uh, You were talking about having fun, (laughs) aka sexy time. Exactly. Um, Did you feel sexy during your pregnancy? Or, because I've been hearing that a lot, that... Yeah, so it's funny. In the beginning, again, with the first trimester, no. no. Like, that time when you're just, like, throwing up and you almost feel like you have, like, a bad hangover that never goes away. Yeah. No, you're That's like... What my mom said. Yeah. No, you literally... Because you're just throwing up like crazy and you just throw up, like, bio and you're like, what is this? Like, can I be done? Like, I throw up sometimes four times a day. Yeah. And I'd be like... So this is almost worse than a hangover. Like, yeah. what is this? Oh, it's pregnancy. Got you know, it. it's like... Got it. Cool. So the beginning part, mm, I did not feel sexy. But by second trimester... Yeah, because you're kind of in this prime where it's like, you know, the bump is out to play. Your skin is hopefully glowing at that point because you get that, like, pregnancy glow. Like, my hair wasn't rocking, but other moms I've known her hair gets, like, amazing looking. And, like, you just kind of, like, you know, feel like, damn, you know, check me out because you're showing off your bump. Like, your I totally boobs was, are getting bigger. Exactly. Your boobs are filling up with milk, like, preparing for the yeah. baby. Like, everything, your, your butt gets a little bigger. Everything gets a lift. Your face gets free fillers. Like, everything looks like, like – it was so funny. People come up to me and they'd be like – did you do Botox and fillers during your pregnancy? No. I swear, I literally got so swollen that it looked like that, that I was actually so depressed after I had her because my face just went. 
to like oh see that's all I want because I have such a round face to begin but, with yeah but I love your round face I think you have so, no seriously like I think you have like such nice features like it, like I I've always had such like a well again our worst critics but like I've yeah. always felt like my face is so like long and like gaunty you always want what you don't have always. that's what I always wanted yeah long you know, and gaunty yeah you know no, it's like, I uh, if I ever get pre- it's gonna be like a Bethany Frankel situation <laughs> where you're just like what did you eat like <laughs> Who blew you up? Like, what happened? And she's like the tiniest human being, but like, no, but that's, but it's like everyone, but you'd be surprised. Maybe you'll be super small. Like, everyone carries differently. Like, I'm so petite, right? And I, you saw me. I carried huge. Everybody was like, my brother was like, are you having twins? I was like, no, there's only one baby in there. He's like, are you sure? Like, maybe when you actually deliver, there'll be two. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> okay. That happened. That happened with my mom, with my brother. The really? second was the first. I, with her, she, you could the not tell. Yeah, I'm the okay. oldest. You couldn't tell she was pregnant from behind, like face the same, everything the same. Good brother. Her. Bethany Frankel did for the second one. Like, <laughs> it was aggressive. Yeah, I'm a little nervous on that. I'm not going to lie. Like, second one, I'm like, okay, so is it going to be the same? Is it going to be different? Is it going to be more intense? Like, and then, like, after I gave birth, like, my, my face, like, broke out like crazy the first two weeks. Like, I got nasty cystic acne. No one tells you about that, by the way. Oh, wow. Oh. That was horrible. Yeah, I know not. Maybe it'll be the reverse because I sometimes just have that now. Oh, you you're like, no, 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 <laughs> you're going to get it. No, not everybody does. That's the thing. It's like some people, like I've talked to some people who have had three babies and they're like, oh, I never got any of that. And I'm like, oh, screw you. Cool. I did. Yeah. You know, it's like you just never know. What do you recommend for like some of the guys who are listening to do for their wives? Like, oh, post- God. Even like post pregnancy, you mm-hmm. have the baby. You you want your wife to feel like sexy or girlfriend Definitely. or what to each his own, right? Um, like what For your makes yeah, what makes you feel well? What makes you like get into the mood? Oh, hmm. Okay, let's see. I'm trying to get your brain on the sex train. I know. I was gonna say like, what, go like totally tonight. just like manifesting and plotting away. I'm so already. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's candles on everywhere in I here. I know there are <laughs> meatballs. I want everyone to just have a really good sex tonight. <laughs> I guess I'm trying to manifest it, right? Too. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, it is hump day, right? Oh, you're um, right. Yes, yeah, hump day. It is, mm-hmm. you know. that, that's it. <laughs> Go home and hump, right? Um, so I would say, like, it sounds so cliche, but like lingerie, even if it's just something like where the woman can feel covered because maybe like their body. Like I know me after Ed Amelia, I did not feel sexy for the first few months, even though Justin would tell me I still look beautiful. I did not. You just don't. You just popped out a baby. It yeah. is not. Like, I mean, the baby's beautiful. <laughs> everything that happens is not so beautiful. Like, you know, everything opens up, everything changes. I'll leave it at that. But, like, it's just your body is not the same. Right. So you, like, literally look down there and you're like, the fuck just happened? And for me, it was like I looked down there and looked at my scar because I went both ways. I was like, yay. So <laughs> I was watching. It was Scott Disick and Kim Kardashian talking about giving birth and she was asking him about what it's like for a third she Mm -hmm. was like do you think everything's really going to change and he was like look we don't care about like what it like it all looks the same right just picture it's like a house and then someone went in and rearranged (laughs) all the furniture pretty much and he was like but it's still fine it's not that big of a deal there's just different like curves and like corners and stuff right no I mean I mean he's pretty much right I mean obviously for me I had, you know, a C-section at the end of it all. So, like, I have a nice, well, thank God my scar, thanks to my doctor, is not that bad. It's pretty small and getting smaller. But, like, for me, I was trying to push for 42 hours, like you said. So, like, I also have that situation and then have 
the scar. Oh my god. Yeah. So and like she still looks great, guys. Oh, I love you. I mean, you I'm should slowly, do strip too. Oh yeah. Oh. I'm slowly getting down to what I want. I mean, I've been doing body contours. It's like oh, what's hardcore. That? Okay, so this is something the men could get your wife or your girlfriend or whoever yeah. um, after they have a baby because it's super safe and it works amazing. It's an ultra red light that's non-invasive. Actually, I was telling Chris Medina because he, he wants to like lose a little weight, and yeah, I, told I need him, it too. I told him he should do it, and he's too afraid. Sorry, Chris. And he's being a pussy about it. And I'm like, come on, Chris. It doesn't hurt. Um, it really doesn't because I'm the biggest baby. Like, I cry during Botox. So, like, I can say it doesn't hurt. Oh, wow. And, okay. Oh, I'm like, And childbirth, you made it. So I did make okay. it. And so, I have a high tolerance for pain. Yeah. So, you'll, so you'll be like a champ. You'll be like, oh, this is like going to a basketball game. Here we go. Second quarter. Baby's out. <laughs> not me. I and was that like, was our just enough sports talk for the, exactly. for the day. You know? I'm, I, I'm not me. I was like, oh, my, I, yeah, no. I'm I'm terrible at pain. Okay. But, um. So Body Contours is basically this, well, the one that is over in um, Studio City, um, like Tuukka Lake area, it's called Body Contours. The machine itself is called Ultra Slim. Mm -hmm. There's only a few of them I know so far in like New York and LA. And basically what it does is this ultra red light that is non-invasive. It goes over your body. So you like lay down almost like you would lay down on like a tanning bed Mm -hmm. and it goes over you and the light sends like this signal to your fat cells to dump. And when I say dump, I mean like literally dump like yes you will see it when you go to the bathroom but you don't run to the bathroom like you it's progressive like it moves everything so like a lot of times when we have babies our body then our organs I've been told like hold a lot of fat after because like of course it was holding it for the baby when the baby was growing I know so it's like yay more stuff for your body but it helps drop everything so like for me because my c-section so much more fat was like hidden behind my organs and I couldn't move it Mm -hmm. since I've been doing that like no lie everyone's like oh my god you look so slim I swear it's that I do I've done seven sessions now I've lost four and a half pounds and six and three eighths inches Ooh, and it is like great no joke and they measure you they have a body composition index machine like I'll refer if you want like it's legit like they like they can't bullshit you because you look at the machine they show you they mark you like they show you the measurements like there's no way around it you actually can see what's happening and like not to be really gross, but like when you go to the bathroom, like let's just say you you can see what's happening. Like you know you know it's working. You know what I'm you saying? Feel it. Like you, yeah, exactly. Like you, like you know what's happening. Oh so it's like, but I don't know. That's a good gift because every woman wants to like still feel sexy and feel like. Is it super expensive? It's actually not horrible, but you actually can get sixty percent off if you mention Allie with your first session. Oh, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Sponsored post right here. <laughs> Hashtag ad. I mean, like, no joke, though. Like, I've had a few moms message me that went in, and they're like, yeah. this shit is no joke. And I'm like, I know. That's why I was, like, down to post about it and talk about it, because I'm like, who? why didn't I know about this, like, from, like, the get-go? Like, I would have been in there on day one. Let's go, ultra light, red light yeah. on me, you know? Like, so I have a bachelorette party that popped up this weekend. Maybe oh, I'll go before there that. You go. Yeah, you should. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll intro you. It's it's funny because I feel like we're doing it's like a mini Coachella only downtown. <laughs> we're oh, just downtown. gonna take all the pictures on like a rooftop. Speaking of Coachella I was gonna say are we going there? All right. We're I don't want to go there too hard because I feel like that's like everyone's a, talking about Coachella. Everyone's talking about Coachella. <laughs> also like I don't know if all the meatballs are going to Coachella or right. give a fuck about Coachella. Right. I've been a bunch of times. It's so fun. It's so great. Everyone it should go once. It's a good time. Yeah, I've been three times, and now I'm kind of Coachella out. Although yeah. I am going this Saturday, but I'm doing the mom way. I'm going to Mama Mirage Coachella. Ooh, I know. I'm kind of excited. What I'm taking Amelia. That? It's okay. like a little exclusive. I'm. I'm in now. I'm in a bunch of mom tribes. Got it. <laughs> so it's Fashion Mamas is actually this amazing powerhouse mom group, and 20 of us moms and the founder are going to this like 
private house in Palm Desert, and we're going to do a whole little Mama Mirage, and it'll be like, Hello Bello's going to be there, and all these fun baby brands, and it should be so fun. Cool. Yeah, I'm oh, excited about it. Do you Have you used Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell's new brand yet? Hello Bello. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. yes. yes, I just yes. heard about that. I'm obsessed with um, his podcast. Oh, I love love them like, yeah. all around. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I love their product and I'm excited because they're going to be gifting me this weekend at this event because they're going to be there and present the brand and everything. So, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like, it, I, I wasn't even going to go to do any Coachella stuff but I'm like, well, this is like a mama thing and I feel like it's like a different and I get to like hang out with my yeah. mom friends and their kids and it'll be it's fun. a different vibe. Yeah. I want to know because you are a stylist what you recommend for people not just for Coachella. Like, okay. I feel very, very lost with spring fashion right okay. now. What are you so, lost about? Just like, I don't know what, because I'm I'm always in, I like a bodysuit. I like a good denim short. Mm-hmm. Like I love a cute like crop t-shirt. I love like high sneakers. Totally. Like, but I, I want to know like, how do I update my wardrobe without changing everything for spring? Like what are just some cute pieces I can get to make me look like I'm in 2019 and <laughs> I love you <laughs> 2017 right okay no and I love that you said that because like truly for you and your meatballs like everyone thinks like oh I have to go out and get all these new things yeah. and I have to break the bank and spend this and then and first off it, like trends they come and go so fast mm-hmm. like they, like I feel like actually they, they go faster than like someone's pregnancy <laughs> they're just gone yeah, they so do. it's like so it's like you really do just want to hone in more on like super simple pieces that you can just change and dial up your wardrobe so I would say for this spring I would invest in so for accessories I would invest in like some cool uh hoops but like not your typical hoops that were kind of the thing the last few years look for like I'm not wearing any of course today but look for like thicker hoops like okay no no offense to Lala but not as thick as Lala Kent's hoops love it but like because she's you know all about the hoops but something in the mix of like I'm trying to look for like a thickness in your house, even though we're on a podcast, but think of it being, oh, okay. Think of it being like not as thick as a ring light, which most people know what a ring light looks like. Oh yeah. But, but that shape essentially like of a hoop, like like a traditional standard shape. So we're not doing like Bob, like hanging stuff. Correct. We're doing more hoops. Correct. There's no like Yes. We're looking for more spherical. Okay. And like, or even something more angular, like even if it's like a hoop that happens to be like a little bit more like triangular. I love that. Yeah. Like, or a little more geometric, like. Even Jacqueline has in her house this gorgeous, like, rose gold sphere. Cool. Um, like, something like that. Anything kind of more geometric, architectural. We're seeing Love design it. for, like, jewelry. But just think in terms of the thickness. It should be kind of, like, on the medium side. Not so thin, but not so thick. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's hard to explain in the podcast. But, like, you get the idea. Um, I guess you use some sounds like you put in the podcast notes. Perfect. <laughs> um, that sounds like penis size that everyone likes. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, not yeah. so thin, but not so thick. That actually um, is really true. There right? you go. I don't That's know what's it. wrong with me today. You're, you're like really on one. I, I feel like I one. like, I don't know. I like brought it over. I know. You really did. <laughs> Where's Chris Medino when you need him? Right? <laughs> um, oh my God. Hilarious. I'm seeing him tomorrow night over a bottle of wine. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so jealous. Okay, yeah, I know. So. He lives in my hood, so I get to see him way often more than you guys because you that's the one perk of li- living out where I live because yeah. he's out there. So oh, you're right. Yeah, he lives right down the street from me. Like he watches Amelia all the time with me. We have bottles of wine. Like oh, it's fun. I'm so jealous. Yeah, he's well. You're more than welcome to come to my hood. I know it's not like the closest, but if you come between like when there's no traffic, you can get to me in like 40 minutes. That's true. Actually, <laughs> you know, if we didn't live in LA, it would be like way easier. But 
it, it's like and my house is fun like it's a good time we just got my backyard done so you could like come oh, hang in the nice. backyard and like have a bottle of wine we have a fire pit Love we're like really adulting pit. right now you really are you're giving us all like goals <laughs> all the adulting feels right all right what else with like clothing wise yes clothing-wise. I, you wrote something about fanny packs recently yes i was gonna I say that okay yeah so I'm not going to lie. I'm not for personally the original fanny pack, even though I know some girls are and like rock it all you want. If that's your style, I always tell people don't change your style to the trend, conform the trend to your style. Okay. Because you're not going to feel comfortable if that's not what you normally do. You shouldn't be all of a sudden trying to wear something. that's not you because it's going to be very obvious that you're trying to wear and it's wearing you. So try to get it to conform to what you're doing to a point. So like say you're not someone for a fanny pack, but you do want like a crossbody because you want that look. I had said, like, for Hello Giggles that you're referring to, like, I had said you could do for a classic look, like, a leather crossbody pouch and, like, do something more, like, classic. Or if you want to do something edgy, you could do something with, like, studs that's a crossbody or even just, like, a waist belt that doesn't have to necessarily just be that that big pack. It could just be, like, a cute, you know, waist belt around. You know what I mean? Or you could even do, like, a DIY. Like, say you have a bag in your closet, which I'm sure you do, and it has, like, several straps on it. Like, take the bulk of the straps off and just hook the one little mini strap and wrap it around your waist and tie it off and call it a day oh look at yeah, that yeah a little DIY I try you know <laughs> um, that is a good one for uh, Coachella or like any festivals for that matter because really we don't want to be carrying so much stuff and no. you don't want people like pickpocketing or anything hands free so. but zippers yes you zippers, zippers yes. people zippers and being able to have it like on you and in front of you so you're straight and then I would say like um, a little bit of fringe is still in but like don't go over fringe like we're not as boho fringe as we used to be where everything was just covered in fringe it's thank god it's a little bit more now like tasteful and it's just like little pinches of fringe like oh maybe the boots have a little bit of fringe on them or maybe your skirt has a little bit of fray or like right now I'm wearing like denim shoes have a little bit of fringe on them like thank you like just a little bit of something also denim on denim is super cute right now got it and you don't again have to go crazy you can look in your closet and be like I have these great high-waisted dark denim jeans and I have a super cute you know medium wash denim jacket Boom. Like, you don't have to go, you know, nuts with it. You could go Canadian tuxedo if you really want to. You totally can. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, sometimes I feel like people overthink. I mean, I know obviously the fashion stylist I always overthink because I'm, like, in that. But for most people, they overthink everything. And it's like, you actually have the basics in your closet usually. It's just a matter of, like, putting it together and making sure you have those pieces. You know what I mean? What is the cut for jeans? So right high waisted is still real in. Okay. So like Every definitely guys nightmare. Every yeah. Girl pretty, oh, it. I know my husband. He yeah. he hates high waisted and he hates jeans. rompers. Yeah. He's like, it was a funny the other day actually. He goes, oh you look really cute today. And I turned around and I was like, thanks babe. And he goes, oh it's a romper. And I was like, oh so you take back what you said. And he's like, yeah because I saw the top of you and I like the color and the cut. And then he's like, and then I saw it was a romper and I was like, wah wah. And I'm yeah, like, they hate them. They hate and them. body suits. They, yeah. They feel like it's like a onesie. Yes, that babies they hate wear. them. Yeah. And it's so funny because I think I look so hot in a jumpsuit. I really do. <laughs> I do. Like, I, I, thank you. And Justin is so not about it. Like tonight for date night, I will not be wearing a jumpsuit if I want to get laid. Like it's just not going to happen. happen. <laughs> like he's What's your just... go-to date night outfit? Oh, my go-to date night outfit is usually like just a cute little shift dress and like high booties because then like, you know, you're kind of showing off the legs without being like too showy. And I usually just throw on like a little either like crop jacket or a denim jacket and like that's it throw hoops in let my hair kind of just like wave out yeah little simple makeup and out the door who are you styling right now that you're like really excited about <sighs> who am I styling that I'm really excited about well 
Lately, I've been working with Gretchen a lot more, and she's pregnant, so that's always... I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. She's like, having a girl, right? Yep. She's having a girl. I'm so happy for her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm, they had a hard time, right? Yeah. They went through a lot of IVF. Yeah. yeah. She's been wanting to have a baby for a long time, so I'm so happy. She's almost seven. So I think she is seven months pregnant now. Like, she's almost there, which is crazy. Her bump just kind of came out to play the last few weeks, which is really fun. She's so tiny. She's so tiny. I told her that. I'm like, I can't stand Does she you. still work out? Like, all, like does she, does she work out? She does little bits, but, like, she's, you she's know, not, naturally like, tiny. yeah, she's just, yeah, she is. She has a great bod. Like, she does work out, but not, like, what people would think she works out. Yeah. You know, like, she's just, she has a great bod. And she also eats right and, like, has her shakes. And she's, she's good about all of that. Like, she's pretty good about what she puts in her body. Whereas me, not so much. No. <laughs> I've really been going for it lately. Yeah, I need me to too. Lock Sometimes it up. I feel like you just have to go for it, though. You know, it's like, life is short. And if that, if you see that food in front of you and you just want it, I feel like, why deprive yourself? You're going to think about it later. It's the same thing when you stare at like Nima Marcus and you're looking at a pair of shoes and you're like, whoa, he's me. And I'm like, oh my God, I want them so bad. And then I go home and have like wires, you know, like non-remorse, like not yeah. buying them. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe I didn't get them. And so now I just like fuck it and I just put on a credit card and don't tell the hubby. Look at you. <laughs> That's why you have to get married, guys. I love it. Okay, cool. Well, um, I love you. I hate that we have to end right now. I know, because you have to go to an appointment, right? <laughs> yeah, so she has annoying. to be an adult, you know? Well, is there anything that you want to tell us that's coming up for you or that we should look out for? Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, I have lots of fashion articles, as always, like you mentioned, with the Coachella one. I have some good ones coming out lately, so stay tuned for that. Yeah. Definitely check out my Instagram. I've kind of really dove into the social media influencer world. I hate using the word influencer. Wait, before we go, yes. you just did a podcast I want you meatballs to listen to it about tips on Instagram yes. growth and following thank you, you for saying that give us like a few yeah and it's things we're lazy to podcast about right things to, to blog about you're blog super about. close I listen, always it, fuck it up I, I did it right it's in the a beginning hard title it's a long one <laughs> you said it right in the beginning I did. um yeah things we're too lazy to blog about my podcast with Amanda Lauren I mean we literally were too lazy to come up with a title so we're not upset with you for saying it wrong um but yeah no we talked about the fact that like you know especially that I'm in the influencer world now because I am working from home so much and social media has become a big part of my world and my income and everything I'm doing I've learned like building a community is huge so people always say like I want to grow my following and it's like yeah that's great and all but like how are you going to do it And it's not just with great content it's like really engaging like I write back to every single comment someone writes my post maybe not every day but I make sure I go through and respond to everyone because people then are like oh she's responding to me and then they want to go comment another photo they want to go follow something else you're doing and it mm-hmm. creates that organic you know audience also following hashtags like people will make fun because I do a lot of hashtags but they really do SEO people pick them up like you can search them on Google people can see what you're hashtagging and if like for me I always tell people I think I said this on the podcast our podcast you can look up like three to five hashtags that like resonate with you. So for you, it'd be like sports, something along the lines of like, you know, plays, maybe podcasting, acting like the different things are like that are your vibe, you know, the things you do with like working out, all those different things. And you would type those in as a hashtag and then you would hit follow on Instagram. Then those posts, no matter what, would always show in your feed. Mm-hmm. So it's, you don't have to do the work to go find those people. It's being shown to you. And then you can choose if you want to like them or follow those people, but then the more you like those people, the more other people are going to be like, oh, well, who is this chick? You know, Jackie, like, what is she liking? And then they're going to go follow you because you're liking all these other people's stuff. So it, it creates this like kind of like faux trending, if you will, situation because all of a sudden you're liking all these posts and they're like, 
well, she liked like 30 posts of this hashtag in the last week. Like, oh, let me go check her out, you know, and it forces them to go look at you and then it sends them to the explore page. And then when you hit the explore page, like for me, I've been hitting this explore page without even realizing it. People have been telling me like daily. And I'm like, well, that explains why my following's gone up so much because this explore page is where everyone finds you. But I think that's because I've been constantly engaging and constantly using hashtags to find people and have them find me. So those would just be a few quick tips. But you can listen to that episode and hear more about like what we talked about and the engagement and authenticity and all of that. And I'm all about real talk, like how we've kind of done this podcast, like yeah. just keeping it real and like no filter except for my presets. <laughs> and like, <laughs> so you use presets? I do. I love presets. I think it just makes everything so much prettier. Where it's like a fashionable, like, like how do you do that? I love Etsy. Etsy? Yeah. I mean, I've worked with a couple different bloggers or presets, but then I always feel like they go so edited and I'm like, oh, I can't be that edited. Yeah. So I like Etsy because they're very fresh and you can just literally type in, like I'll show you, like you can type in rosé, you can type in ocean, you can type in city, like whatever it is that you're vibing with. And then you can find them. They're super inexpensive, $2, $5, $8. Like anyone can purchase them. And you just like purchase it off the Etsy app and then they send you little instructions of how you like overlay it on your picture and you just like download Photoshop and you fix it and put it on. It's actually really not that hard. You make it sound so easy. I, but, it, but I promise it's, I, I'm not that, I mean, I'm good with social, but I'm not like, I wouldn't call myself like a social media expert. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel yeah. like if I could figure it out, others can figure it out. I and love that. Yeah. I feel like that's with like mommy stuff. I feel like yeah. that's everything. Do you set a timer for your social media use? Because that's something I find to be tough for me where I have to be like I can only spend an hour doing these things yeah it's funny you said that so I recently actually put on my phone not a timer but I did like on the screen time like how you can set like when your phone should go off have you seen that Mm -hmm. yeah so I do that for nighttime so like all of a sudden it'll say time limit and then like it'll turn off and I'm like oh frick I wasn't done (laughs) and then I usually am bad and I'll click like 15 minutes and then I'll finish and then I'll get off but it'll track it, you know, and I'll send you like, and so like last week it said like my screen time was down by 15% and I was like, no wonder I felt less like crazy because I think like we don't realize since we are stuck on our phones so much, we're so like, oh, going, going, going. And we don't realize how much it consumes our lives. That mm-hmm. technology is always keeps us moving and moving. And it's wonderful for connections like podcasting and your business and everything, but you don't realize how much it takes away from your actual world yeah. and your sanity, which is why like I'm meditating so heavily now because I feel like that really helps ground me and like helps me get shit done but it's like yeah I have to do some of that timer stuff and sometimes I have to also just honestly like put the phone down sometimes I just tell myself you know what today I have to do emails I have to put the phone on airplane mode today I have to do this today I have to literally just be in mom mode and I can't do anything else but that because she's having a bad day and it's like it is what it is like no one's dying hopefully like you know and it's just like you get back to it when you get back to it and I think that's another part is like don't let social media dictate your life you run your social don't let it run you like and I think a lot of people myself included being guilty before I had Amelia let social media run me now I run social media okay yeah that's that's a big one I would say how did you flip that I flipped it by taking control I flipped it by being like okay I have my screen time is up by like 50% I'm always tired I always have anxiety like I'm always flipping out like what is my problem is because every time it was I would either look at something or comparison I feel like that's like the worst thing we all do we were saying with I want a skinny face on this but when you go stare at people Mm -hmm. on social media and especially I was doing that especially being pregnant looking at every pregnant mom and thinking how perfect they were you drain yourself because you compare yourself constantly and you're like you look so much prettier than me. You're carrying so much nicer than me. How come you just had a baby and you bounce back seven days later and I still have a freaking pooch? Like you compare and compare and compare and it's like literally the death of your brain. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Besides your actual emotional state. And so for me, I had to just tell myself, literally talk to myself out loud and say, I'm not going to let this 
mess with my head I'm gonna start writing things down so I got a journal and I just started I got a cute book that says um um, strong women make waves and it like looks like a little wave and I just like open it and I just write down five things five and I showed you four good thing this is a podcast I held up four instead of five that's the mom brain in me five things that I'm grateful for that day and I write them down and then when I have like a moment or I have a little anxiety attack or panic whatever it might be I open that book and I look at what were those five things I was grateful for and remind myself why was I grateful for those things? And if I still can't get out of that, then I look for a meditation. I'm all about, I really, I even have timers now on my phone where I get notifications in my phone that says a live meditation is starting now or a meditation practice is going to be on 30 minutes so that I make myself stop whatever I'm doing. If I can, if like Amelia's, everything's good and I go and meditate and I force myself. So I think it's like really just being mindful. Like I realize I can be a little much and a little crazy. And I realize that like I can't always control it. So if I can't control it, then I have to control something else. So how do I fix that? You know? Oh my God, I love that. Oh, thank you. I love it so much. Thank you. And when you were asking uh, real fast about um, anything new coming, um, yeah. I am working on my own podcast. My podcast is not going anywhere with Amanda Lauren, but I am working on my own um and it's gonna be all about real raw motherhood and mompreneur and just straight up real talk I feel like we need that in our lives I do too I mean and I think it's for everyone because I'm not a mom right totally it doesn't have to be just moms like no and I mean I only just became a mom in the last year like I I I love that I'm in the mom group and I tell all the moms I'm with now like I'm so thankful because I think I have like some of the closest friends now because when you become a mom you just go through so much more shit that that you ever thought you could deal with that like you need that kind of tribe and like you don't understand that until you actually go through it and now I understand when my mom's closest friends are like the people she went through like pregnancy with oh totally like now I get it but I just I'm like but I'm not just a mom and I appreciate you saying like that and being like well I'm not a mom and I still love that I think that motherhood for me has brought such a non-filter to my life and has taken away that rose-colored glass that maybe I had in front of me and a little bit of that like self selfie self you know list to myself made myself selfless and be like okay there's so much more going on now and I'm so much more aware of it and that's where all this real talk has come from it's like my my whole perspective on life has changed from my relationships to my husband to my baby to my own career like everything it's like crazy and your career doesn't have to stop no not at all it just it it takes a minute to it shifts it shifts and it takes a minute to find the groove like I got real depressed in the beginning because I couldn't like I got into a massive postpartum depression that's a whole nother episode but like you have to realize that like no matter what happens in life whether it's a tragedy whether it's a blessing things will shift and things will change it's a matter of how you rise out of it and figure it out and move forward and Mm -hmm. that's something that I'm still learning how to do have being a new mom oh yes you know well I'm so grateful that you came oh this was so nice I love I wish I could stay longer (laughs) I'm literally being kicked out I'm sorry the worst <laughs> okay I'm just giving you shit oh next time you're coming to my house yeah and and Chris and Nina will come over and we will have a bottle of wine we will sit by the fire pit we'll talk real talk we'll hang it'll and be fun meatballs anyone that wants to come yeah meatballs you're more than welcome slide into totally. the DMs that's right um, how can they slide into your DMs oh alright well yeah. actually a lot of people really do do that now and I actually respond to pretty much everyone so go ahead and slide on in love it um, so you can follow me at Allie Levine Design that's A-L-I-L-E-V-I-N-E Design Instagram Twitter Pinterest Facebook pretty much wherever AllieLevine.com is my website if you want to read my blog 
I have to update it this week, but if you want to read my blog, you can check out fashion tips, mama tips, kind of everything going on with me. Yeah. If you want to book me for styling, I do also meatballs, do remote styling and do Facebook and Zoom and all that good stuff. Um, you can hit me up on allylevinestyling.com or just send me a DM and say, hey, I heard you on Jackie's podcast. I'll give you a little meatball discount and uh, hook you up. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. And I hope I get to meet Amelia right Yes, soon. you're going to have to meet her so soon. She's so much fun. She's yes. a little unicorn. And um, <laughs> thank you, meatballs, for listening. I I love, love, love hearing from you. So please reach out to me. What's your Jersey podcast at gmail.com or you can reach out at Jacqueline Marfuji on all the social media things. I post about shows and I have a bunch of stuff coming up for this summer on the East Coast, which I'm very excited about. So I'll be posting those dates soon because some of you have been asking about them. Also, the best way to find out about a podcast is from your friends. So please, please, please share with your friends. Um, rate, review, subscribe, all the things. I love you guys. I love you, Ellie. I love you. Yes. And um, yeah, I'm Jacqueline Marfuji. This is What's Your Jersey Podcast and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws off it. Cause you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I 